Welcome, dear listener, to Haunted Tales, your weekly horror anthology, with stories full of ghosts and ghouls, crimes and curses, demons and devils and more. Before we begin, this episode is a bit special. As before our Halloween five-parter, we get a lovely message from Carla and Ayla of the Scary Stories for Creepy Kids podcast. So consider this episode a little tribute. Now, our podcast is not intended for a young audience, but this story will be free of swear words and some of the darker subjects we've dealt with before. However, listener discretion is advised as always. And if you have young ones that love creepy things, like I did as a child, check out their podcast, To Tell Stories For and By Kids, which is a lovely idea. Now, without further ado, here is this week's haunted tale. The little girl grumbled as she continued staring out of the window, bored out of her mind. Mum and Dad weren't here. They had to work today too, she remembered. Dad only coming by to have dinner with her, while she stayed in the apartment all alone. The first time they had done so had been last year. Emily still remembered the excitement she had felt then. All alone, practically a whole day without parental supervision. She had spent it sitting on the couch watching TV, all day long and no one had said anything about it. It was great. But even that had become boring after the third time. Now, sitting here by the window, watching the people walking slowly up and down the sidewalk, seemed the most interesting thing. And even that was getting old fast. She already knew a bunch of them, like Hatman and Stressed Trenchcoat Lady. They appeared every time she was sitting here, could watch them hurrying along the sidewalk, their heads only two feet beneath her window. If she wanted to, she might be able to snatch Hatman's hat right off his head. Emily giggled, but pushed the idea back out of her mind again. Something like that wouldn't be funny if the man got angry. And there was no one home to defend her if he started to scream. So she sighed while tracing her finger along the glass. There were still hours to wait, and somehow nothing she could think of seemed like it would help her pass the time. Emily grumbled again, felt the boredom slowly turning her mood sour, as her gaze fell upon someone she hadn't seen before. An old lady that seemed strangely out of place here, she wasn't sure exactly what made her stand out like that, but with every moment she watched her, her appearance seemed to get even more unusual. The old woman was wearing clothes that looked like they had come straight out of the last century, but on her wrist she could see a smartwatch. Her hair was already grey, but there was a splash of colour beneath the old brown headscarf. She smiled, but her eyes looked like they had been crying only a few moments ago. 
Beneath the long skirt, Emily could see the tips of black, heavy boots, like those soldiers wore. The basket in her hand was covered, but something moved beneath the cloth. A witch, she thought, opened the window to get an unobstructed look, and immediately saw the woman turn her head toward her. Emily felt her heart skipping a beat as their gazes met. She had just made a terrible mistake, her mind wailed, but she knew it was already too late to close the window and run away. Some kind of voice told her. It spoke the truth. She could feel herself drawing the next breath sharply as the woman started to move along the sidewalk directly toward her, while now smiling even more widely. Something was wrong with her gait. Emily could see her limping, hardly putting any weight on her right leg as she hobbled even closer. Whatever she was carrying in the basket now moved even more than before. Something in there was lifting the cloth a tiny bit. This was bad news, she knew. But the woman couldn't do much, could she? It was broad daylight, and even though Emily couldn't see any other people around her, there were neighbors, and cars would be passing by any moment now. You're safe, she whispered to herself, hoping that she would believe her own voice. Are you sure? The old woman answered her, still gazing up and at least fifteen yards away. How could she have heard her? What was going on? I asked. Are you sure you are safe, little girl? The woman repeated, smiling as broadly as a shark, stepping close enough that Emily could see the red veins running through eyes that looked as strange as the rest of her. One was nearly white. The other had a dark blue tone. The red of tiny veins made it look purple, and Emily could feel goosebumps immediately covering her skin. She could see her stopping only a few feet away from her window, staring up at her while the thing in the basket moved one last time. The strange woman was looking up at her expectantly. She's waiting for an answer, Emily thought, and could feel her legs starting to shake as she stared at the crooked grin on the old face. Of course I am. The words came out of her mouth, sounding defiantly, even though she herself could hear her voice breaking, and the smile on the old woman's face got even wider. Good, she replied, after a second passed in silence, her one darker eye wandering up and down the window frame. Young children always should feel safe, don't you think so too? She could still feel the eyes resting on her, could now clearly see the old wrinkled skin around the lips starting to shiver, as if the act of smiling itself was painful for her. Emily nodded, while her fingers grabbed hold of the window frame, as if it was a life raft. In her mind, she could see something pulling her out, and the thought alone nearly made her panic. Where are your parents, child? They shouldn't let a young girl like you play like this all alone. Her eyes caught a slight, sudden movement as the woman crept forward, closer to the window. She could smell her perfume now. Sweet, thick, 
but with a tinge of something else. It kind of reminded her of baby powder. They are back inside, she lied, and immediately could see a spark in the woman's dark eye as she stepped even closer. If she extended her hand, she could touch her, Emily thought, and this idea made her stomach turn and cramp. What was she doing here? She should run. But if she moved, the woman would climb in after her, chase her until... Smart girl. Emily could hear the strange visitor praising her, her crooked grin still straining the skin around her mouth. The basket beneath her arm was now starting to move back and forth on its own. Whatever was in there seemed agitated. I think I should go back to my parents now. It was nice meeting you, Emily whispered, hoping that the woman would simply leave, but she could see the face of her change the instant she even mentioned her parents. A hand shot up, grabbed the windowsill only a few inches away from Emily's fingertips, as the eyes narrowed and the smile disappeared. You shouldn't lie, girlie, the voice whispered, now straining to sound even close to friendly. It's unseemly. The old woman smacked her lips in a disgusting fashion, while her one colored eye continued staring right through Emily. I don't lie, she pleaded, looking above the strange figure under her window, hoping for someone to see her, to come save her. Anyone would do. Hatman or stressed trench coat lady. But there was no one on the sidewalk and no car was passing by. Now, now, child, you should really stop. Otherwise, you might make someone angry, you know? The threat in her voice was unmistakable. Her brow furrowed as she stared up at her expectantly. You're all alone, aren't you? Emily could feel her head nodding as tears shot in her eyes. Maybe she should scream. Cry out for help and hope the woman would run away? Or at least pull her hand back so she could shut the window and hide somewhere inside? No. There would be no way this person would simply give up. Images of herself hiding somewhere while the old woman hobbled through the apartment, away from prying eyes on the street, flashed in her mind. She'd be completely at her mercy and it would be some time before her parents returned. Far too long. That's better, child. Let's be nice and truthful. How about it? The thing in the basket stopped moving suddenly, and Emily heard a strange, nearly whining sound coming from it. Following her gaze, the woman's head turned slowly, until she too looked at the thing under the piece of cloth, and Emily could see out of the corner of her eye that her smile suddenly changed. It got softer, less threatening, and a chill ran down her spine. You want to see what I got there, child? She heard her ask, sickly sweet, as the one long finger stretched down and scraped over the cover. The thing beneath it started to move again, now faster, shaking the whole basket. Emily was trembling. She had to run, but couldn't. She'd scream but knew that something bad would happen if she tried. 
and whatever was in that basket definitely wasn't good news. Here, let me show you, the old woman told her, hooking the cloth on the nail of her finger, lifting it up slowly. Something looking like a shadow moved in the darkness beneath. There was a single flash of golden green color as the cover went up and the thing beneath it reared its head. Transfixed, Emily stared at the form now emerging. Black fur, green and yellow eyes, small ears. The cat put its front paws on the edge of the basket, stretching its body slowly as it pushed the cover off with its head. She could hardly believe what she saw. The animal stared up at her, seemed completely harmless. Not a monster, not some thing with long, disgusting tentacles. Just a cat that now pulled itself up out of the basket, before suddenly jumping up and landing on the windowsill, only a few inches away from her face. Emily couldn't even scream from shock as the black animal stared directly into her eyes. Aww, she heard the old woman cackling. She likes you. Emily, meet color. It's written with a C. Oh, and by the way, my name is Miss Ashmore, but you can call me Isla. She could feel something clogging up her eyes and nose as the cat suddenly changed direction, brushing her face and cheeks with her long black tail as she wandered up and down the windowsill. Her throat felt rough, strained. Was she allergic to cats? Emily stepped back, could see the animal staring at her with a cold kind of intelligence. This was no normal pet. She could feel it. It walked back and forth, always watching her, drawing her gaze. A soft, purring sound came from it while its eyes reflected the light around her strangely. Emily forced herself to look away, stared down at the cat's paws, and suddenly saw something that made her blood run cold. There were fingers holding onto the windowsill. Two hands. An old brown headscarf appeared as the woman outside pulled herself up slowly, silently. She came up until her eyes met Emily's and suddenly stopped dead in her tracks. Had she thought she wouldn't be noticed? That the cat would draw her gaze away? She could see wrinkles on her forehead, as if she was thinking of a way out. Now, child, what is your name? Her only way out, the door, was six steps behind her. But the cat seemed to read her thoughts, jumped down from the sill into the room, and immediately darted behind her legs as if to stop her. Running now wouldn't save her anyway, a voice whispered inside her head. This woman was practically in the apartment already. No, not woman, Emily thought. Witch. This thing out there was not human. Its presence felt different. She had to somehow get her to stop. Buy herself time. Pray that someone would come and save her, or see the figure of her climbing into the window. Are you a witch, Miss Ashmore? Emily heard herself ask, trying to take a step back, but feeling something pressing against her calves, hissing softly. It was the only thing she could think of asking that had nothing to do with running away or screaming. 
She could see the questions stunning the woman, her head still only visible down to her eyes, that stared at her with unbridled greed. A soft, quiet cackling came through the open window, like it got carried inside by a breeze. Before one of the eyes of the woman blinked slowly, and the tone changed into that of laughter. A witch, you ask? <laughs> oh, child, I haven't been asked that question in a long, long time. Hmm. Maybe you could say so. Who knows? There was a certain kind of glee in those words, before the eyes suddenly changed again, now nearly burning with desire, as the woman pulled herself up and her whole head and upper body appeared. Emily opened her mouth to scream, but her voice stopped short. Caught in her throat, the shout became a gargling noise as claws punctured the bottom of her pants. The witch outside the window now extended a hand, grabbing the inside of the frame. Her long fingernails scraped over the paint, scratching it, pulling flakes off, while the witch's mouth opened and a row of crooked yellow teeth appeared. All the while she was licking her lips, grinning even worse than before. Emily turned, tried to shake the cat off, but already knew she wouldn't make it in time to the door. The small black animal was grabbing onto her, burrowing its claws ever deeper into her skin. Oh, God, she thought, could smell the perfume of the witch already reaching her nose again, deep inside her own room. She wouldn't escape. It was coming. The noise of a key being turned in the front door of the apartment cut through the air at a soft cackling of the woman. It happened just as she put her knee on the windowsill, and suddenly Emily felt hope blossoming in her. Mom or Dad? They were coming to save her. The claws disappeared from her leg as she ran toward the door of her room. She could hear a hissing sound from the window, but dared not to look back. This was her only chance to escape, to save herself. She ran on, ripped the door open and jumped out into the living room, where she could see the handle of the entrance already being pressed down. Em? I'm home. Her father's voice bellowed through the apartment, and Emily couldn't hold back the tears any longer as she raced toward him. There was a commotion outside her window, but the noises hardly reached her. The only thing that was important was that her father had come. She jumped into his arms, crying openly while he held her. It took her the whole day to truly recount what had happened to her, but every time she tried to, Tears started flowing, and the words seemed to make less and less sense the longer she spoke. Only once did she even dare to enter her room again, following closely behind her dad to show him what had happened. The window was open. She could feel her throat and eyes burning from the perfume, but he seemed to not smell it at all. There was nothing, no sign of the witch. Paint chips were strewn across the windowsill and all that remained of her encounter was the cloth that had covered the basket on the sidewalk below. He seemed perturbed, unsure of what to make of it, and pulled her out again after closing the window. Police came and went, the officers not really that bothered about what she had to say, and as evening fell and Mom returned, Emily dozed off on the couch, exhausted from fear and anguish. 
As she woke up again, it was dark, and she was back in her room. Only the moonlight shone through her window, bathing the floor, bed, and dresser and her desk in a pale white light. Dad was sleeping beside her, snoring softly on a mattress on the floor. Her eyes were burning, the air felt heavy. Emily tried to shift her body, but something kept her in place. Some kind of smell still lingered. Looking over toward the window, she could see a shadow move. Black fur shimmered in the pale moonlight. She could feel a chest tightening even further. It walked back and forth, brushing against the inside of the window. The cat was in her room. Emily tried to scream, but her throat was completely closed. Silently, it looked over at her, its eyes glowing against the black fur. Had it been in here all day? That would mean... Frozen in place, Emily could see out of the window. A dark brown piece of cloth hovering just above the frame, slowly rising upward. She had to tell Dad, wake him up somehow. The cat stopped next to the window catch, purring softly in the rhythm of the snoring of her father. It seemed to grin as it slowly and silently got on its hind legs, pawing at the latch. Behind it, the face appeared, dark in the pale moonlight. She didn't need to see it to know that it was grinning, and as the old wrinkled hand softly pushed the window open, Emily screamed inside her head. One last time, she tried to make a noise, alert her father still snoring on the floor, but the world started to whirl around her. Some unseen force pulling her into the darkness as she fainted. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this week's story. If there are any questions, concerns, or cute pet pictures you would like to share with us, there are links to our X, Instagram, Tumblr, and our Buy Me a Coffee in the episode descriptions. All the best to you, and please join us again next week for another haunted tale.